0: everybody, welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Today's a good one, is it? Yeah. Oh, because we got the news about ever. That's why.
1: But technically, we announced <laughs> that already. Technically, we
0: announced it, but now it's like we can actually openly talk about it and stuff. When we, so I really, about-
1: literally got the call yesterday. I know, so funny. Okay, so let's just, because we didn't talk about it too much.
0: Yeah, we just did like a quick little like pop in like, hey, just wanted to update you guys like in a different Yeah, episode. literally,
1: because Zane pointed out that it was like, what, 35 minutes of our episode that that is going up on Monday was me ranting about how nothing has changed with ever. Yeah. So.
0: And our episodes go up so late. So like, he literally was like, up?
1: mom, come down, re-record this. This one's going to go up on October 3rd.
0: And we're recording it September 21st.
1: That's not that far away. But I that guess is. yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. But <laughs> because we do it and we're trying to be professional and mm-hmm. set shit up and mm-hmm. be ready and prepared, mm-hmm. that's why we had a We just record too yesterday. much, so
0: we should do three a week. Oh god, alyssa,
1: don't even put it out there. That's all they're gonna say now. Now they're <laughs> no, gonna no, attack no. us. They're gonna we be can't. like, We'll do it every day. <laughs> we can't do three a week. Um, I mean, maybe once I get my own laptop and I learn
0: how to edit... Then we can talk, because we talk too much.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you can start about your three things. Oh, okay. And then, like, how Zane was... in a bitch mood about mm-hmm.
0: it so if you're new here give them a little rundown on the situation with ever because i see some people even in the group that are still like can somebody update me on what's going on with ever i'm okay, confused so- <laughs> who is he what's going on and ever- no did, ever ever you, see <laughs> Wait, did you see that girl husband she weren't like no there was one girl that was like who is ever and where is he and then someone was like uh jerry's husband she's like sorry i don't listen to the podcast I'm like what? the... Why are you in our group then? <laughs> like no, like how how I mean we still love you. But- no, no, no. How
1: did you find the group? Yeah, that's Isn't that weird. So strange. How do you find the group? Maybe from know- my videos. Why do you put it in there? Yeah, I to advertise it. us on you on yes. your shut. Of the course f- I do. Fuck up. She doesn't watch my videos. Fake fan. I do watch. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like the ones that I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I didn't watch the drunk one. Oh my god, yeah. Why didn't you? That one was good. I didn't. Somebody actually. You know who you are, because you know you get like a notification, mm. like on your phone. Yeah, I've gotten but, those before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every yesterday when I kept going, if stop saying if. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got a notification, like Instagram, and it read something like my brother with the straw. Like my my brother was laughing at the straw, and I had no idea. But then she unsent it, so when I went to look at it, it was gone. Oh, and Benji was
0: drinking out of the straw. Benji like, was
1: drinking out of a straw.
0: Oh, my God. You have to watch the fucking vlog. I it's funny. Benji blog. was, like, gnawing on my metal straw. And you're like, see? He's trying to sip out of your straw.
1: <laughs> see, I was drunk, and I even knew that he was trying to sip out of your straw. That was good drinks. Mm. Yeah, that
0: was funny.
1: All right, so, hi. My name is Jerry. Oh, my name I'm is married Ella to clone. Ever. And he went April 25th to El Salvador to work on his citizenship, right? So he was supposed to be there for 16 days. He had his interview on May
0: 12th, wasn't it?
1: No, that's when he was coming home. I think it was May 2nd-ish, 1st or 2nd. Hmm. Um, When he did his medical, they took a chest x-ray, which... I winded up because I was really pissed off about it because didn't follow a proper pro- r- protocol. Mm-hmm. But mm, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It does. I don't know if I've explained that already, but that was one of my biggest things I was pissed off about because it says, like, they're supposed to just do this and that, whatever. So, P.S., she th- saw something suspicious on his x-ray. Suspicious. Suspicious. Um, and they had to send out sputum samples. So it's like spit but not just spit. It's like deep down in your lung you have to get it up. Mm. So he had to go to like a doctor's and three days in a row and Mm -hmm. drop do three samples in front of them. And then it takes three months for those results to come in. Mm. So we wait patiently for those three months. But they didn't outright say three months. They said it could be anywhere. Right. They said anywhere it could be from up from one to eight weeks is what they were told what we were told. Right. Anywhere from one to eight weeks. Right. And then it winded up being twelve weeks. And then like when my attorney got on the phone and was like, hey, I wanna know what's going on, the lady said, No, it's a law. <laughs> it's like that's the way they have to do it. It has to be twelve weeks. So even if they get
0: the results right, sooner.
1: It has to be twelve weeks. So stupid. But anyway, all right, so the results come back. He's fine. We knew he was fine. Um then he goes for his interview. Mm-hmm interview is fine everything is perfect and then they go oh well we just want a certified copy of your wife's divorce papers mm-hmm. I send them to him mm-hmm. $108 mm-hmm. oh my god he gets them the same day he drops he's them he's priceless off. <laughs> he owes me that's all I gotta say <laughs> <clears throat> So then I drop him off. I mean, he drops them off to the place that delivers them to the embassy. They get them on the 27th of August. Okay. So from the twenty, the guy tells Ever at the interview, we just need those papers. It'll take a couple of days and then you'll be issued. That was August 27th. Mm-hmm. Today is September 21st. Mm-hmm. A few days. That's much longer than a few days. Mm-hmm. So then, Aaliy- Aaliyah, you're not Aaliyah. So <sighs> Alyssa will take over the story now because she goes on this about what happened yesterday, and then it led to Zane contact me, which led for me to contact them, so.
0: Well, basically, okay, so we went on a trip for my mom's birthday and Zane's belated birthday to Atlantic City with my parents. It was just the four of us. Um, and the whole time, like, my parents always ask, like, how's ever any update? Like, where is he at? How's it doing? Blah, 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 blah. And we got to talking about it at dinner that night, and then we were talking about it in the car ride home, and it was just starting to, like, really agitate Zane, Like, he was starting to get pissed about it. Like, we could all see it in his face. So, I was driving home from Atlantic City, and the whole time in the car, he was just, like, Googling shit, texting you, you know? Like, he was telling me about it, and he was, like, so angry. So, um, I think that's what manifested it happening, was Mm. just putting it all... Like, you were all just putting the energy out, you know? Like, just talking about it and shit. So, anyways, um... Jerry had called when we were in the car ride home and was like freaking out that she had gotten the call. But I wanted to say that previously there were three things and three is my my magic number. That's always been like my lucky number, you know, Um, and there were three instances that happened that made me feel like, okay, Ever's coming home soon. Like I just felt it. I knew it, which is so weird because I don't usually like have shit like that happen to me. So the first thing was, me and my mom were sitting in the hotel room. I wish I hadn't told you this yet, so it could have been like my first time telling Mm -hmm. you right now, but I was too excited when you called, so I told you already. But me and my mom were sitting in the hotel room, and all of a sudden, really, really loud, the alarm clock on the table just started playing Spanish music, like really fucking loud and we both jumped and I looked at her like she was playing it on her phone and then she looked at me like I was playing it on my laptop and we were both like where the fuck is that coming from and it was on the alarm clock sitting on the table and my mom was like hitting it with her hand trying to turn it off and eventually we ended up unplugging it but we let it play for a little and I was it was just like spanish music and I was like holy shit mom like that's a sign forever Mm. just like so random it just popped in my head I was like that's ever and then Um, the second night we were there, we went gambling and my dad was playing at one of the uh, gambling tables and he had took his jacket off and put it like, there's like a little cubby under the table. And when we were about to go back up to the room, he's like, shit, my jacket, fuck. So I walked back with him and he was on the way there. He was like, oh, I really love that jacket. Like Jerry never got that for me. And I'm like, out of all the jackets you own, like so random that you would like leave it there. And it was just like an extra, like, I was like, oh, that's, ever again Mm. like being like hey don't forget Mm -hmm. i'm coming home soon and then the third thing was what was it oh we were walking to breakfast and there was like a spanish guy like painting a house or something and my dad just like randomly started talking to him he was just like hey what's up like good morning and he was like how you doing like so random like we don't know this guy at all he's just painting a house you know and then i was like oh my god that guy just reminded me of ever like so random so I got these three instances and then the whole time in the car you guys were talking about it and Christina said September so I'm like I know it's going to happen soon mm. but I didn't know it was going to happen that day and you were going to call in the car
1: okay so what What when, when Zane was in the car when they were in the car and Zane was texting me mm-hmm. I was just pulling up in the driveway and he's like hey quick qu- actually I was at the gas station filling up hey quick question I'm like sure go It was a paragraph. I didn't expect that. So I kind of got home and then we were sitting in my car. I was in my driveway and we were texting back and forth. He's Mm -hmm. like, listen, this whole ever situation situation is really starting to piss me off. Yeah, he was really angry. And I'm like, "Uh, I I know. Sorry. And then he was like, you know, like suggesting. I'm like, I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've asked this. I've Mm -hmm. done that. So I said, but wait. I said, I keep checking over here. I call them every couple of days. And when I called yesterday... It was Everything was automated. And I'm like, Zane, I can't get a person. He's like, what do you mean? I said, no, it's just an automated service. Mm -hmm. So then I winded up calling the one in El Salvador. Mm -hmm. And I said, can you please help me? I know you're going to give me this phone number. But I'm calling that phone number, and it's only automated. He was like, okay, so call that number and press 3, option 3, then option 1, and option 1 again, and you'll get a live person. So I was like, oh, okay, great, thank you. So I call lady comes on very nice mm-hmm. and i said to her explain the whole situation yeah. and she goes okay so i was oh sorry rewinds there was once and i i screenshotted it um where the pass the his page said that the passport was being delivered yeah. so we literally were holding our breath because we thought that meant we were like we thought that page was updated before the pet pa- before the visa page mm-hmm. so we're like oh my god ps now it says being returned to the embassy. So two pages, or the visa and the passport page were contradicting each other on where his passport was. So I was like, oh, my God, what if they lost his passport or it's in limbo somewhere, and that's why we haven't gotten a phone call. Right. So I said to her, I'm like, okay, so my main reason for calling is this. So she puts me on hold. She comes back. She goes, I can assure you his passport is here. I said, okay, great. I said, but listen.
0: So fucking just give it to him. It's, it's been, been this <laughs> long.
1: Da, da, da. And she said, no, I understand. She goes, all right, we have confirmation. The deliver- papers were delivered the 27th. She goes, by law, they have 60 days to make a decision. After that, you could file an official inquiry. And I said, okay. She goes, the only thing I could tell you, it was last updated on September 18th. Okay. She goes, unfortunately, you just have to sit and wait now. And I'm crying, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. She goes, they have 60 days. I hang up the phone, and I'm still texting Zane through this whole thing. I'm texting yeah. Zane still. And I'm like, wait, 60 days? That's going to bring us to October 27th. I said, his medical is going to expire because his medical that we waited three months for was only valid for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So now I'm like, should I call back? Uh, let me just send an email. So I sent an email. And I sent the email and literally, like, I forgot what the math was yesterday when I did it. It was, it was like, like 20 minutes. It said. was like five minutes later, I received a an email response saying, oh, yeah. thank you for this inquiry. Get, we, give us a one to two business days. Mm-hmm. You'll get a response. Okay, so I said to Zane, Zane, they said they got the email, waited there until they'll give me a response. So like 10 minutes after that, then my phone rings. It says El Salvador, scam likely, which is usually what Evers comes up as. Mm -hmm. So I answered thinking it's him and it's a lady. And she said, is Geraldine he's been there? I'm so-and-so from the U.S. Embassy. I'm like, hello? (laughs) Hello? She goes, yeah, I just want to let you know that we're printing his visa right now and he can come Wednesday and pick up his... And I... (laughs) I swear to god, you ever fall when you're a kid and like the w- breath like you get the wind knocked out. I could not breathe. I did. I, I forgot Aww. how to breathe. And then I was apologizing for crying and she's like, "No, no, go ahead. I understand." I'm like, "No, I'm sorry." She's like, "No, I get it." Like she was so like compassionate. Well, she read your email and she's like, "I was oh, going to say but- she definitely hands down is the same lady who read that email because yeah. she his his medical Expires on the 22nd. -hmm. In that email, though, I wrote the 20th, not on purpose, just because I was like, fuck, 20th. And then she used that date and she goes, listen, there's something I gotta tell you. You have to get him a flight. He has to be in the United States before October 20th. Oh, he for sure was. And I'm like, I'll buy him a ticket tonight. (laughs) She's like, no, no, no. His passport won't be ready for pickup until Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And literally, which is still September.
0: Christina <sighs> yes, is a goddess. It
1: is. Yes it is Christina. Oh my gosh. But yes. So had Zayn not have been pissed off and angry, had you not had those visions, had I not just h- hung up the phone and went oh, 60 days, I yeah. would have never sent that email. And I, I I know a billion percent it was that email that made it go because I think I even mentioned it last night. When something's in front of you that's, that you could read versus just noise, yes. it's yeah. there. Yeah. And she read it, and she was like, oh, shit. And She, she was so, car- like, so compassionate. Oh, that's so awesome. And I said, you don't understand. She goes, no, I do. She goes, five months is a long time. <laughs> so Wednesday, when he picks up his passport, will be exactly <laughs> five months that he's been gone. And then we are hoping that he catches the Thursday flight. Well, no, and he's he gonna definitely catch, catch Thursday. the Thursday flight. We were How hoping does that maybe feel? you're going to see him on Thursday. <laughs> Jesus. No, this morning when he called me, I'm like, just think, next week this time oh. you'll be waking up in bed with oh. me. It's so crazy, and I knew this would happen. Like I knew, like I mean, listen, when I see him, that's I'm going to really lose my shit. It'll probably be, oh hey, <laughs> hi. No, um, it will not. You're no, but what I'm saying down. is, is like the, like what I've been dealing with. You know, it's like with anything in life. Any situation that you're dealing with and you're stressed over, once it's over and passed, you're like, oh, that was easy. It was easy, button? Boom. Yeah. Not that this was easy, but I survived. It's going to feel like it we flew by. We did it. Yeah. And it's going to seem, yeah, like it flew by. I yeah. I mean, I don't think so. When I think about everything he missed out on. I know. Breaks my heart. But think
0: about the benefit. The yeah. Yeah
1: what, yeah. what this is going to be. It's so do. funny because I was actually thinking that I probably should have made mm. him like a book. Like, take a pit, couple of pictures from, like, Aaliyah's thing and Imani's thing. Oh, and, and, like, put you. it together, like, a little— He's still can.
0: You have, like, a few days. Today's Saturday, so he's going to be home on Thursday. So it's a few days oh, you God. got. It. Oh, my goodness. It's so weird how, like, like certain things in life, like, pan out. Like, if we never went to Atlantic City and we never talked about it That's and Zayn never got frustrated about it, it, it would have never like, happened. You would have just kept waiting. And I'm telling you what would have happened. So his, his shit would have been left on a pile on somebody's desk—
1: and it would have to be so long. On, yeah. And he would have had to do that whole me- medical over. I, like,
0: I know that. Like, that's... See, that's why I said when... Because the other day she was, like, super down about it. And I'm like, keep fucking calling and knowing the fuck out of them until they're like, oh, shit, okay, let's get this going. So and That's I, what you have to keep
1: doing. You got to keep emailing, calling, fucking... And, and my attorney said to me, you get better results with an email yeah. over a phone call.
0: Yeah.
1: And... I don't know for sure if the girl who I spoke to that first time was the same girl who called me back. Mm-hmm. Like when I called the embassy in El Salvador, it was a woman who answered. I don't know if it was the same woman who called me back, but maybe. Mm-hmm. So maybe she heard my story. I followed up with an email, and then she's like, oh, shit, we need to work on this because it is going to expire. He's been through hell. They've been through hell, you know?
0: I've been waiting for this day where we could be like, okay, on, on Thursday, he's coming. Oh my god. On Wednesday god. you're gonna be like, did you get it yet? Did you get did you get it yet? Are you there yet? How's and it going? Now,
1: wait, can I just tell you it's so crazy? Like I would wait. Not wait. I would check a hundred times a day. I'm not even the exaggerating. Tracking, like yeah. literally a hundred times a day. Cause there's two sites. There's the website for checking his passport and then the website for tracking his visa. I would check those two so many times a day. Mm-hmm. Like because I had the pages on my phone, so it would just, just be refresh. like a manager of the—just refresh it, put in the number, and yeah. I would check. And it was, like, literally because I knew it was going to be happening any minute. So, like, after this happened—I can't even tell you how many times I've still checked because now it says Visa's been printed and processed. It says it on there? Yeah. I oh, so the, it is
0: accurate. Yeah,
1: I sent Zane a screenshot. The, um, the passport oh one says—the passport one still says no tracking available, but he was also told to pick it up. Right. So, and I think they told him to pick it up because why well, delay it a few more days by going through the parcel, right? So. Oh <sighs> my. Unfortunately, goodness. they told him to pick it up at two. I wish it was like a pick it up at nine o'clock in the morning thing. Right, cause right. He would have definitely made that one safe flight. Yeah. So, I mean, he even told me last night after talking to Zane and everything, he's like, I still want to try for that one safe flight.
0: For sure. You know? Well, you, yeah, you don't buy the flight until he goes yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now I just want to buy the flight, but...
0: Just be patient. It'll be the same price anyway.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. You guys could go on so many vacays.
1: Oh, we'll eat macaroni. Yeah, so that's, that's the that's freaking the update, story. guys. And You that's know what we're going to have to story. do when he gets back? Have him as a guest.
0: A nice long episode. <sighs> oh, that'll be so- we could have him as a guest. Yo, he hasn't been here for this whole journey. That's what I'm saying. When did we start this podcast? February? Oh my god, when did we start? Ew. <laughs> Why don't we know that? That's so bad. We started March 30th was our first episode. And he left April 25th. So he was only one, two, three, four. Four episodes in. Think about that. How many episodes we've And now we're doing through. number
1: 31 today? 32 today. That's Holy perspective
0: fuck. for you guys. He was only four episodes in when he left. And we've been doing two. So technically,
1: you know what I mean? Like, wow. That's fucking nuts.
0: I'm so excited. You know what I'm so excited about? Wait, so what time is he going to land on the 10th? Depending on what flight he gets. I mean on the, on the what? On
1: Thursday. Thursday at ten. If he, that's it, what I meant to say. Yes.
0: Okay. Wait. What were you going to say? Don't
1: forget. If he gets Wednesday. No. What I was going to say is yesterday. So, again, having a down, shitty kind of day. Right. Mm-hmm. Zane's texting me about all this. Then Amani calls me. Oh. Amani. Amani is up in Oniana visiting Taylor. I don't want to put a label. <laughs> his girlfriend. His <laughs> okay. Quote, his quote girlfriend. He's um. But he's up there, and you know, like. When he got there the night before, he was like, all right, got here, I'm okay, you know, good, great, have a good time, whatever. So he FaceTimed me, and Imani is never like that, you know. He's like, yeah, she she just jumped in the shower, I just figured I'd call you. He goes, you know, you know what I did on the way up here? And I'm like, listen to music. He's like... No, Ma, I listen to your podcast. And <laughs> so I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, you're fucking funny. Oh, my. Um, so um, I guess I have a new fan. Hi, Monty. Oh, I love you, Mon. Um, and then last night, like, all I kept so thinking awesome. was, fuck, how much shit did I talk about, <laughs>
0: <laughs> The episode where we talked about, like, his party
1: and uh, shit. Yeah, but I said it went over well.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it did. <laughs> God, if I said anything bad, money I'd take it back, okay? Oh.
0: Just, yeah. So you said, you were like, oh, I'm going to sleep good tonight because you know ever's coming home, but then you couldn't. Because oh, you were like, between, did I, what did I tell you about Imani? No, between
1: that and then going, oh, my God, it's so excited!" Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to have a party? When are we going to have a party? What are we going to do? And my fucking mind just would not
0: mm-hmm. shut
1: off. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more thing. Me and Aaliyah, I can't wait to take pictures, which— I have no idea how long it's going to take us. Oh,
0: you're going to be like, you guys would see it in the Facebook group. Is that what yeah, you're going to say? Yeah.
1: Maybe. My, my, no, my house. I decorated yeah. for Halloween. Oh. But yesterday, Aaliyah and I were like, oh, let's get started because she was supposed to sleep at her dad's. Wait, and then- can
0: I just say, though, when she says we decorate for Halloween, she means she turns her house into like a haunted house. Like, it's not just like, oh. It's not even the house. It's let's just my hallway. Up- I have like long okay, hallways. Okay, but she's a big ass hallway. And um, she's not just like, oh, let's put up some ghosts a ghost. spiders. that's me i have three decorations de- for halloween a cat
1: and a sign yes <laughs> um literally but Aliyah brought up my four totes of stuff yesterday <laughs> four totes people and um we started organizing them just so we can kind of have it ready um i think i've mentioned before and it's so stupid but i can't get up on a chair unassisted Mm-hmm. like ever since it's so stupid but how am I supposed to hang what you know what I'm hanging I don't want to say what I'm hanging she's keeping everything secret but you know that is so hard to do when mm-hmm. I'm able bodied so mm-hmm. now to be like this and try to I least like ma how are we going to do this because I'm not going to be able to reach <laughs> and I'm like I mean worse comes to worse I mean ever's coming home now but I would want some done so I think tomorrow because she's at tennis now but I don't think she has to sleep over her dad so mm-hmm. tomorrow we're going to Attempt to get started.
0: Mm-hmm. I can help so, you, you know. I live here. <gasps> eleven, eleven, make a wish. I bet you we just made the same wish. <laughs> Does it have to do with
1: my husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Oh, my God. Jesus. Whew. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on. And I...
0: You guys are in a flip of shit. I should
1: have taken pictures before because my hallway is just loaded with pictures mm-hmm. normally. I don't even know how many fucking frames I have on there. probably have like 50, probably about 50 frames, pictures, kids, mm-hmm. you know. That's how big the fucking hallway is. <laughs> yeah, because it's like an L-shaped hallway. But I probably have about 50 pictures. So, Aaliyah and I just took all the pictures down and then organized like all the decorations or tried to anyway. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how bare my house looks like. Just taking mm-hmm. off the pictures off yeah. the wall, it's like so empty and like echoey. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. But we're going to get started and I can't wait. That's going to be a good video. It will. She I'm turned exciting. her
0: house into a haunted house. Yeah.
1: It's exciting.
0: And we'll do a walkthrough and show everyone. All right. So we we you guys have to see also it on do. Video. We have to do.
1: We have to plan and record a Halloween episode. Okay. Because our episode is going to come out on actual Halloween oh, day.
0: Oh, because you said it's Thursday. Right, 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 right. So
1: we have to plan so maybe we can have people send spooky in stuff? spooky stories. Do you want to
0: do it on the Facebook group or have them send emails? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. You're the owner. You are the owner. No. So what the, the fuck? Owners. I don't know, but we should tell them now in this episode, right? Hmm. Well, let's do it in the Facebook group, because then we'll just get more emails that we're not going go to through. through all of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, yeah. So we'll do it in the face group, Facebook group. Okay. Just have them. We'll talk about it in there. Okay. We'll do it when it gets against. closer to Halloween. And though. somebody sent us a message or oh, posted about doing live calls, which, actually, listen, I have talked about before. And yes. I said, how do you do that? Because you don't want people to know your number. And then she told me, and... <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that you could do that, okay, people? I didn't know there was, like, apps that you can, like, have a number. I a fake did number not yet. know that.
0: Okay, wait, listen, though. Back to that thing before I forget. Because we're going to have to record that way before uh, Halloween, right? And I'm going to be in Mexico when that comes out, the Halloween episode. But when this episode goes live, can you make a note? It's going to be part of your job, okay? This episode that we're recording today? Yeah. Going up, what, October... Third, third. On October third, let's post in the group and say leave your or what do we want to do your spooky stories on when this episode comes out. We're gonna put a thread in the Facebook group so that people have time to put their stories, and then because we're gonna have to record it what in the middle of October for it to go up on the thirty first, right? Yeah, right. Got it. Okay, that was our business meeting in the middle of the episode. (laughs) I'm writing it down, boss. Got it. Ask for story boss. I don't like that. Boasting. I don't like the name boss.
1: Yeah, because I had one job and I fucked it up, but I did not fuck up on Monday. I got it and then I screenshotted it and I sent it to them <laughs> just because so, I was so proud of myself that I actually remembered. Damn. Well, responsibility. You're get a laptop I kind of forgot. Too. Oh, can we have one more update? Yes. Oh, God. We're like, oh, we're just going to get through a lot of emails today. We say that every time. Okay, so I went to the surgeon. I mean, I yes. told you this, but I'm going to update them. Yes. Went to the surgeon, and I went to a neurologist who did some testing on my nerves and my muscles and then said, yeah, your right side is—basically, he was like, it's f- fucked up, but mm-hmm. it's it's because of I had nerve damage and muscle and all that from my back injury, right? He said, I'm more concerned with— your left side, because I'm blah 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 blah. Because who knows and understands medical terms anyway, right? But he said to me that um he 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 thinks I'm going to be needing a second surgery. So I left his office like, what? Like, and now I just finally saw my surgeon yesterday because I had an appointment on the 11th and they canceled. So I just saw him yesterday after waiting. I don't know, maybe. Three or four weeks from that appointment. So three or four weeks, I'm going. Oh my god, possibly a second surgery. Stressing about it, mm-hmm. you know. Even though, I mean, maybe like low key stressing about right. it. It's been low-key. in my it's it's been in my mind, but I'm not really focused on it. Right. But it's just one one more thing added, right? Mm-hmm. So I walk in and they're like, "Do you have any new films or blah blah?" And I said, "No, but I want to make sure that he has the notes from this doctor because that doctor." And he goes, "No, they do. I know he looked it over." And I said, "Okay, great." So he comes in and he goes, ah, you know, how you doing? He goes, still standing, huh? I said, yeah. He goes, that's not a good sign. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, I can sit now. I can sit longer. It's just harder for me to get up and it hurts more.
0: Yeah, well, now we recorded the episode so you don't have to go on your knees. You just sit. <clears throat> I'm about to go on my knees right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say,
1: that was somebody's scre- uh, shirt, shirt, shirt idea. idea. Get she's on idea' She's getting on her knees, guys, or something oh my like that. Oh, that's um, But he said... Uh, So I understand why he said surgery to you. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, because everything that he's... in, Everything in his report is all new stuff. Like stuff that wasn't there when you had surgery. It wasn't there when I went in and everything else. So he... He said he could do a cage and nuts and screws and fuse my back and everything else, but I Ugh. do not want that, especially no. since I'm not in that excruciating pain that I was in before. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I'm like, Doctor, I am Dr. McCormick, okay? Let me shout him out. He's the fucking bomb dig. But he I made, said, Dr. McCormick,
0: made, he made seasonings. <laughs>
1: Alyssa says it every time. I, I bet she was great, like grandfather did it. But I said to him, I'm like, um, I said, the pain in my back, I can live with for the rest of my life. You know? And he goes, yeah, but all of that is new. He goes, that's alarming. That's He goes, now I understand so wait, so why he what said So what
0: couldn't you live with for the rest of your life?
1: I could live uh, the way I am. I could live like this for the rest of my life. If I had to live like this versus having another surgery and get my back fused, I'd rather live like this. Seriously? Mm-hmm.
0: But if you got your back fusing, you'd be able to walk and shit. Like, no, because it's pain. not a
1: guarantee. So in other words, like he said to me, he goes, like, he said technically a year is what you're supposed to wait. They give it, they give you a year after back surgery. If you're still numb. And what has it been? Like six months? Six, five. Five, almost six. Almost six months. So he said, we're supposed to give it a year. He goes, but I'm confident that everything you have is going to stay. And he's told me that for a while now. Mm-hmm. He said my nerves were so badly compressed for such a long period of time. hmm he doesn't really see. He said, I don't, you know, could it? Yeah. But I don't really see it coming back. Mm-hmm. But the left side now, you know, so that's what his concern is. But he said the MRI showed like inflammation and scar tissue and stuff like that. He 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 said it was like butting up against the nerve, not necessarily compressing the nerve. Mm-hmm. But maybe now it's compressing. Are you, you still know? going
0: numb? Yeah, I am still numb.
1: My whole right side's numb. You want to
0: live with that for the rest of your life
1: rather than trying to fix it? I don't want to go through another surgery and be fused. Being fused, they actually. Why don't you want to connect, go through another surgery? Connect your vertebrae, so I will, I'll have limited motion then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like everything. Moves. Yeah,
0: but what if you don't have the numbness and you don't have back pain when
1: you stand up and when you but walk? If there was a guarantee, if he said, "Listen," and that's what he told me, if there was a guarantee that he did the surgery and I wouldn't have my numbness and I didn't have the pain and I'd be able to walk and be strong again. I would probably do it. Right. There's no guarantee. And he said that What's me. the uh,
0: probability?
1: He didn't give me numbers. Uh. But what
0: he did give me, he said, listen. Cause if it's like a 90% chance that it'll work, then do it. Yeah, but he's going to try. If so like what 50, we decided
1: 50. for now is he's going to push to get another steroid injection. Like an epidural injection, which I love because they put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's done under, like, they have like a... X ray, yeah. so they know exactly where it's going. Mm-hmm. But that, like steroids, bring down inflammation, right? Like that's what steroids do. Yeah. Um, so he's thinking if, if that proves good, then they'll know that, hey, maybe I don't necessarily need another surgery. I just got to work on, maybe they'll put me on a different in- inflammatory mm-hmm. to try to keep it down.
0: Besides the mobility, what's like another con to the surgery? It just wouldn't work.
1: Mm hmm. And like, I've learned that usually once you have one sur- back surgery,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'll have another eventually and have another. I mean, there's yeah. people in my group that have had, like, they're on surgery number seven. Ugh. I know one of our listeners, Val. I know her mother, I think, has had three.
0: I don't think hey, i ever go through a surgery. Well, that's what I'm saying. Unless so it's to get a child out of me. Why? That would you scare know? the fuck out of me, too, though. Uh,
1: yeah, so... I, I told him, I said, I'd rather avoid surgery at yeah. any cost, and he agreed with me. He said, if you were in that pain you were in, I said, listen, if, if it got worse and I was in that pain, I'd be like, here, here's a knife, cut me open right now.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not in that pain.
0: Yeah.
1: so You're functioning. I am functioning. You know, and I could live my life like this. It's not nowhere where I was. Mm. I mean, I still fucking fall over and look drunk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, you know, like it's just an adjustment, yeah. you know. So I'd be willing to. So I go Monday. See, so my Monday's gonna fly by. Tuesday, tomorrow's gonna fly by because I'm gonna be with Aaliyah decorating. Mm-hmm. Monday, I have two doctor's appointments. So Monday will go fast. Tuesday's gonna drag ass. That's gonna be my long day, you know, mm-hmm. but that's okay because then we he'll can be home. Do something. He'll be home then. We can record another podcast. Don't Tuesday. we usually
0: on Tuesdays?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sissy will be here. Oh, shit. Da-da. Yeah, we do have a podcast Oh, my, oh, my
0: sister is going to come on the next episode, you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we are recording on Tuesday. All right. So that'll occupy some of my Tuesday. There <laughs> we Yay! go. <laughs> Yay, yeah, Sissy. Go, Sissy. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Oh, you guys don't goodness. really know my sister. Yeah. She's only been on vlogs like here and there. Like, hi, bye. Never really, like, sat down and talked with her. So it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. I wonder if she's going to be nervous.
1: All right. One more little thing. Okay. And then I promise we can get to emails. Well, unless you have any updates. Um, Um, I have put on weight. I mean, it's so much weight, too. Like, I just feel like crap again. What about that? If you had the surgery, would you be able to work out again? I'd probably have less mobility after surgery. Oh. Because the back is fused at that point. Mm -hmm. You know? But
0: I believe in you that you could heal yourself enough that you could do slight exercise again. They still don't
1: want to do this. What are you doing? (laughs) The bending, lifting, twisting. No BLT. I'm like, no BLT. Bending, lifting, twisting. And now my physical therapist is teaching me the way golfers pick up golf balls. That's how he wants me. Like, I've been bending. If I drop something, I squat to pick it up. And then I have a hard time getting out of the squat position, right? So I've been doing a lot of squats trying to get my strength. Because of... Like my absence of my Achilles and all of that, having that strength to get myself up is difficult. So now he's teaching me, which I can't do, Alyssa. What? Bend over to pick something up. Like, keep one leg straight and then, like, your whole uh, body, you know, like yeah. how golfers pick up golf balls. Like, they put their one leg up in the air. So oh. as I bend forward, you know, and uh-huh. I like, couldn't fucking do it. I mean, I. I held on to the bed. I was able to do it. He's like, no, do it. I can't balance. No. He's like, that's what we have to work on now.
0: Yeah.
1: You balance. Yeah, but I believe in you. You're like
0: determined enough that you're like, okay, I'm going to fix this without surgery. Oh, yeah.
1: And he actually said that to me because I was crying that day. Yeah. Uh, Physical therapy was so tough. They had me walk backwards on a treadmill for three minutes at a half a mile an hour. It was so slow. Like- so slow. Like, mm-hmm. how do people possibly walk that slow? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he put me on at a jogging pace. Yeah. He put me very slow. I cried the entire day. Aww. Like, the whole night I was suffering so bad at my back, popping pills, fucking ice packs. Is that normal, though? Why would they do that to you? Because it's, it's getting those back muscles. Oh. So it's actually targeting the back muscles. And, like, when you walk backwards, you have to you have better posture. Oh. So if you ever, like, I've actually, when I was thinking about it, I've actually seen people walk backwards, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with them? But it actually is much better for your posture, because yeah. when you go to walk, you have to have better posture. Yeah. But the yeah. muscle group that it works is actually your back muscles right where I had my surgery. So oh. that's why it was super mm-hmm. painful. Mm. But um, I was, like, laying in the bed, like, crying afterwards, and the girl's putting eyes on my back, and then he comes to check up, up on me, and he's like, you know, That's why I appreciate you because you just pushed through. And he goes, and you want, like, because I was like, give me more. What else can I do? And now he wants me to try to learn the pigeon. Not learn. He wants me to start doing the pigeon pose in yoga, which I am so far away from doing. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So I have my little homework
0: that he has. He assigns me and stuff. But (laughs) pop filter just fell off the mic. These things suck. Wait, I totally, though, cut you off of what you were going to update on, though. Is this thing on? <laughs> I forgot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alyssa says she really interrupted me when I was talking about my last update. So my, my last update is I've gained a lot of weight. Oh, And yes. I'm miserable because I've gained a lot of weight. I worked so hard to get it off I wasn't even at goal. I was coming close. Mm-hmm. But I worked so hard, and then this happened, and now I'm a big bitch again. You really but not. Because. I tried on the pants that Alyssa bought me. Jeans. For my birthday. Jeans. Jeans. And, and they fit. They fit. I mean, listen, uh, severe muffin top, like, talk about overflow. That's okay. I think you, I really did not think I'd be able. Gained it in your to, booty. I didn't think I'd be able to get it over my ass. To be mm-hmm. honest, like you know, I had to like tuck my belly in a little bit before it's I zipped fine. it, <laughs> but it was good, you know. But I said now, like See, I told putting it on as much as you think, but putting it on, putting those pants on, like motivated me in a good way because it's like, yeah. oh, okay. So even though I did,
0: just keep up with this pace,
1: right? And you'll be okay. You'll right. maintain. And I'm like, now I'll get back to my walking yeah. and stuff like that. So. It did, it motivated me in a good way Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, can I just shut up today? Okay, 40 wondering minutes why, in. Wondering why I have to
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pop filters Oh
1: my <laughs> goodness And I just said, wow, this is the best
0: way I've ever put it on <laughs> Wow Whatever, dude Alright, well, we're 40 minutes in We're gonna get into some emails now After Jerry figures out the stupid pop filter It's not very good
1: it does not shop. You know what it is? It's
0: it's I got them off Amazon for like ten dollars, I think. That's why. We gotta get nicer ones that stay on. Why is the mic that we're not using on fine? <laughs> oh, it's fine. Okay, don't touch. Touch it. Don't touch the mic. Also, can I tell you too, after this whole weekend, I've been seeing forty three everywhere too. So your mom is like, Ever's coming home. Ever's coming home. Have you seen it too?
1: uh twice yesterday. Yeah, me too. Twice. Actually, I think my it was mother twice. was 43 when she when she died. So 43 so when we is see 43 it's, But it's always. Yeah. It
0: really is always. Yeah. So I saw it like I think twice yesterday, too. I went, what if we saw it like at the exact same times? That'd be fucking <clears throat> crazy, but we'll never know. We will never know. Okay, fucking emails. Are we ready? <laughs> mhm. All right. <clears throat> Email number 1. My name is Jessica. I'm 27 and I'm from Oh, gosh. Calgary? Calgary. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. What's up, Jessica? Love you guys, and thank you for being so open with your personal stories and giving amazing advice for everyone who has reached out. I'll get to the reasons why I'm sending an email. I have two young boys, two and four, and I've been through a lot so far this year. My boyfriend has been lying to me about a lot of stuff, especially when, how long he would be gone for... When going out with a friend, an hour or two turns into not coming at all till he's done with work the following day. Oh, no, girlfriend. Things got heated on my part after being completely fed up the other night, and I actually threatened to take the boys away as it's not fair to them. And it's not fair to them to have a distant father who hasn't been around a lot, and I couldn't, and I would fight him in court if I had to. So, advice on it, on if I did the right thing about it. Also, I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I find it's taking a toll on me again. I'm in therapy, and But it doesn't always help, especially feeling like I'm a single mom constantly because I do everything on my own. My oldest has been having a lot of issues with his anxiety and waiting to get him tested for autism. So everything going on is making me feel like I'm going completely crazy. How do you make being a mom just a little bit easier when you're doing everything alone? You can attest to this because you've been doing everything alone for the last five months.
1: Let me say something, and not for nothing, but I was doing it the first 17 years of my marriage, too.
0: Ooh!
1: I mean... Ouch! That was... ouchy. Well-deserved shade, actually, so... <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. Not ever. Not ever. Um, no. let clarify that. Yeah, definitely not ever. Ever? You so, wouldn't
0: even be with him 17 years because he's so young?
1: <laughs> was he even born yet? <laughs> he's not that young, you guys. <laughs> We're just kidding. It's legal. It's legal. It's <laughs> legal. Okay, so Jessica, my advice to you, um, one, it's never easy. Being a mom is one of the most difficult jobs in the world. Um, however, it is definitely the most rewarding. There's days that you'll want to pull out your hair, scream, cry because you think you can't get through the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you'll get through it. And then when they're sleeping, you'll look at them and go, oh, my God, my precious little babies. And then when they're up, you're like, oh, my God, I want to kill them. Fuck you. It is. It, it's, <laughs> you're a vicious, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. But I promise you, it does get better. Two and four are both hard ages.
0: Who was your worst child? <laughs> like, who threw the most tantrums
1: and cried a lot? I didn't put up with tantrums.
0: But Who I cried didn't. the most?
1: As an infant, Zayn and Amani probably tied. Because Zayn and Amani, would, Amani so was Amani. was your angel child? Amani was colicky and Zayn was always sick. Yeah. So Zayn was a difficult infant. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was constantly doctors, hospital surgeries. It mm-hmm. was a constant thing. Amani was just colic. Like for the first few months he was like perfect baby and all of a sudden he turned into devil child <laughs> and would like scream from I was bad too. Asked my mom. All, all hours. It is so hard. I will give you, I'll give you right now, Alyssa. Mm -hmm. I will give you a piece of advice that stuck to me like glue. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're really at your wits end, Mm -hmm. it'll stop. And then they'll do something else that fucking annoys the shit out of you. And again, right when you get to like, I'm going to jump off a bridge, it it stops. And then it'll go into something else. So it is, it's a vicious cycle like that. You know, even like with Zane. We're at 43. Hi hey, mom, but even like Zayn, Romani, and Aliyah now, as teenagers or as young adults, when they went through their bullshit attitudes and their who they thought they were, shit, I get to my wits end. And then yeah, it's I like,
0: feel like the teens was worse for you. And then
1: they turned it around, you know. And then they're good, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, listen, my kids are slobs, and that was that's probably my biggest thing with them. I mean, I well, just, that's
0: a pet peeve of yours.
1: I went into and listen, I'm not a clean freak. You know that. I mean, listen, there's things I do every day. I vacuum every single day. I'll dust every single day. Mm-hmm. The dishes. I you don't like the dishes. Oh, God. No dishes in the sink ever, please. Um, And I'll scrub toilet <laughs> bowls. Like, those are my big things. But if you go across, like, the top of my picture frame, you'll get dust because yes. it's not— Priority. I mean, yeah, I do do it. Don't get me wrong. Every so often. Yeah. Uh, it's not a huge thing. And yeah. I'm also not— I'm a little bit of a hoarder, so I tend to hold on to everything. So I have like lots memories. of corners of shit mm-hmm. organized in my own way. Right? I'll walk into my kids' room, and dear God, I mean, I really, I should just for shits and giggles, just take a picture of Amani's bedroom and put it in the Facebook group. Oh this no! This is what <laughs> Imani I deal with now,
0: um,
1: Taylor. If you're listening, tell Amani <laughs> to clean his room because he'll listen to you. He won't listen to Mama.
0: But I remember Imani's this when room. I when when Zane lived with you. And I would visit him, and he, he would always have, like, the bowls and the cups, and you get 17 so
1: I go to get a cup out of my damn fucking cabinet, and ain't nothing in there. And I go into Monty's room, and there's 17 of them. <laughs> and then I'm, like, going to reach for the metal straws now, and I'm like, where are my metal straws? I'll go to Leah's room. There's five cups with five metal straws. Oh, my. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I won't even bring—I never eat or drink in my bedroom, only mm-hmm. because—I don't know if it's instilled in me or because—I I don't know, but I never do. Yeah. But—oh. Uh, uh, my lord, and okay. So as much as that uh, pisses me off, or or annoys, is it a big deal? No.
0: Yeah.
1: I have good kids. Yeah. Like that's how I always say. Mm-hmm. It. You know, I have kids that may have immaculate rooms, but they're out on the corner doing bad shit. Right. You know, I don't care. Let your rooms be a mess. So I'll close the door. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But.
0: I and mean, we that's all just know from Zane you know.
1: when he goes out on his own, all of a sudden he's a clean guy now. You know. <laughs> mm. All right, so Jessica, God, that got off. Sorry, (laughs) it was my fault I asked you who was the worst child. All right, so Jessica, um, being a mom is most difficult. Tolerating with him, dealing with him going out for an hour or two and then not coming home until the next day after work, absolutely unacceptable in my book. Bullshit. Communicate. If he wants to go and do that, I'm not saying he can't go out with his friends and wind up staying out, but there's got to be some communication. Yeah. I still—if he's got a two- and a four-year-old, he needs to be home with his family. He don't Mm -hmm. need to be out whoring the streets. Whoring the streets. In my opinion. Once in a while going out for a bit with the boys. Different story. But that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. I would not—like, that to me— when you Sounds even like read don't. it, no, like, when you read it, it's like, mm-mm, girl, uh-uh. Yeah. Like, that's not okay with me. Yeah. Once you decide to get married or have a babies or anything else, then you shut off that part of your life and you raise your kids. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's what you guys chose to do. So he should be there helping you raise your kids, raising the two of your kids, you know? Prince. and then And then, like I said, you just need to, like I just finished saying about my house not being tidy all the time. I prioritize, right? So like the dog hair because I do allow my animals on the couch, because I do have dogs that go outside of my backyard. My house is always has tumbleweeds of hair going down my hallway. My long ass haunted hallway. <laughs> <laughs> but so I do. So I make sure I vacuum and there's never a dish in my sink. Like those are my two things. So right. you need to not try not to worry about having the perfect set house yeah, and and
0: worry about your kids. Enjoy more. your children. That's like saying the dirty dishes can be washed later. She's like, no, they can't. No, no, they can't. (laughs) (laughs) The why your picture frames can wait, though. (laughs) But seriously,
1: you need to put into perspective what's truly important. And that's why my house looks the way it is because it was truly very important to me to spend that time with my kids, to go and do the things with the right. kids when they're young. And you know what? If my house was a mess with shoes and fucking shit laying all over, I don't care because that just showed that children. my kids, yes, I had kids. My house was lived in. Yeah. I had a very lived-in house, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish it was a little cleaner, but yeah. I have a very lived-in house. Well, I think it's mostly the animals, house. not your children. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> You know, you want to go look at a bar's room? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. It might be worse than a dog. And Aaliyah, I love my daughter to pieces, but she is in every room of my
0: house. I remember that like when like Aaliyah Zane lived up Aaliyah, there. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, <laughs> she Aaliyah. would come home from school and throw her backpack down and throw her socks on the couch. And you're like, Aaliyah's home. <laughs> it's like everywhere. I mean, she is getting better. Thank God. Like I said, when
1: you get to that boiling point, boom, it's something else. So it'll change and I'll be something else and I'll be wishing that it was the dirty socks again. But, you know, so Jessica, please, uh, you need to have a conversation with him other than, you know, I'll take you to court and take your kids, you know, like if you want it to work out anyway, if it's worth fighting for. I believe everything is worth fighting for unless you're being abused, you Mm -hmm. know, like he has a right to be in his kid's life. And maybe just threatening him right off the bat wasn't a great idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But understand, I wouldn't tolerate it either. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to say to him, Hey, listen, if you want to be in the kid's life, you need to be here. <gasps> Benji, <gasps> you need to Benji. be here now, you know, at these times and do those things and stuff like that. Parenting and having a house is a partnership. It's not like woman stays home and takes care of the kids. It's not like that kind of life. So he needs to do his part. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching Alyssa squirt Benji. Um, he definitely needs to do his part and be the dad, be a dad, <laughs> be a dad to his kids.
0: Okay, love you so much. Ready yes. next email?
1: Yes. Okay, where are we going? The one right above
0: it. It's um, absent father. Yeah, but you can't say her name. Okay, say her name. Before I start, I'm going to apologize for how long this email is. A lot has happened since I first sent this in June, so y'all started over. I figured I'd add some updates as well. Dear Jerry, first of all, you make my day a thousand times better. I love the podcast and both of you. We love you. Oh, we love you, too. I just turned 20 years old. I have a wonderful life here in South Florida. I'm in college, have a wonderful boyfriend of three and a half years, recently bought myself a new car, have a serving job that is more than enough to keep me going. Basically, life is great. Oh, my God. Yes. So I thought. Oh. But I can't seem to stay happy recently. And I didn't realize why until my 20th birthday, which was in June. First, let me give you some background. My mom and dad divorced when I was about three years old. And by the time I was five, my mom had remarried when we had moved to the U.S. Originally, I'm from South America. Over the years, my mom and dad have been civil for the sake of my sister and I. He only calls us for birthdays or holidays. And in the past 17 years, he's never sent my mom any form of aid for us. Mm. Even though my mom has remarried, my stepdad wasn't around much. So my mom was basically a single mom her whole life. My dad had been- My dad never visited and has always made the excuse that getting a visa was too hard. Granted, I know it is, but there was no effort to even try. Don't you know that firsthand? Mm. Getting a visa is hard. Recently, I found out he actually never really applied for a visa once. Mm. I know that my life here in the U.S. is so much better and I have amazing opportunities that he may not have, but I can't help but wonder why my sister and I are his daughters only when it's convenient to him. Recently, my mom and him had a big falling out, and it was all over money. Another very long story, but basically, they were split. They were to split the profits of the house that has been sitting since they got divorced 17 years ago. And my dad said 50-50, but when my mom asked, what about your daughters, he said for my mom to split her half with us. My mom was furious and told him he was an absent father, granted he is, and that how dare he not even think of his daughters and their well-being, that he, even, that he never cares if we're sick or hurt or anything about four years ago i had a terrible fight with depression and actually was self-harming my mother was too quick to notice and got me some help thank god till this day he has no idea about it not because i never told him because he wasn't around for so many months by the time he called i was already recovering and didn't want to bring back up that pain i've been doing great these last couple of years but recently my fight with depression has been extremely hard i haven't Had actual sleep in months. I toss and turn all night. I constantly have panic attacks as I try to fall asleep. Everything is just a big fucking mess right now. I had stopped going to therapy because I was doing great finally, and now I'm back in therapy, going multiple times a month. I guess my question is I have no fucking clue what to do. Him not being in my life was never an issue for me. I've always seen my mom as both parent figures. She is responsible for my accomplishments in life and is an amazing, badass mom. But for some reason, it kills me and hurts me tremendously knowing my father is alive and knows me knows of me, but doesn't actually care to know me. I've gone back and forth for months debating on whether or not to cut him out of my life or just answer the three calls a year ago and let it be, oh, three calls a year and let it be nothing more. He recently called again after two months and I just didn't even know what to say. I want to talk to him, but not hurt him. I know he lives with regret and I don't want to make him feel worse, but at the same time, I'm fucking hurting. My heart literally aches in pain and my depression is taking over again. Any advice would be greatly appreciated.
1: Ooh!
0: I love how after every email we're like, woof.
1: Okay, so I unfortunately know all too well because I had an absent father. I I do have him in my life right now. Uh, I reached out. Uh, 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 <laughs> Benji's so cute. He said, "All right, mom, I'll be good." <laughs> um, I I reached out to no avail for a lot of times. And it only hurt me more. And it only hurt me more. And it only hurt me more. And, like, my brother, for example, he didn't care. He's like, I have no reason for having him in my life. My mother did everything. I owe everything that I have to my mother. But I, like this girl, had that same void. I wanted to know my for myself, you know. Yeah. So I think the best way for you to handle this is I think your father needs to know how you feel. And, you know, you're worried about hurting him. Meanwhile, you're the one that's... That got to a place that you were self-hurting. Don't feel sorry Self-harming, you know? Yeah, don't feel sorry like, for him. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't feel sorry for him. He I mean, he's getting older on and he's going to have the regret because I know, like, I have the experience. I know how that is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, he's chose all these years to be that absent father. Mm-hmm. You said he never made effort even though he claims he did. He never made the effort. Mm-hmm. So he needs to hurt. He needs to feel what he's caused. And I'm not saying like to purposely go and hurt him, but I think you definitely need to address this. And if it hurts him, then so be it. He needs to understand that the choices that he's made and the lack of interest he showed has not did you any good. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely think you need to bring it up and talk to him about it. Communication. And and honestly, if you don't like what he has to say, then I would just cut it out completely. Mm-hmm. You're grown. You're doing everything wonderfully. Yes. You know that little that three phone calls a year is it's opening doing, a wound I was just that to say, is it's healing doing more
0: hurt than yeah. Heal, you know, so
1: I mean, I would give him more an opportunity speak your your mind, get it off of your chest. I can guarantee you'll sleep better at night. Mm-hmm. Get everything out. You're walking around with all of this on your shoulders, and yeah. there's no reason. It's not your yours to have on your shoulders. That's his. Yeah. You know, you're taking on all of his, and you, that's not fair to you. Yes. Okay. Let it go, girl. Okay, bad headspace? Um, excuse me, Benj? Yes, ma'am.
0: Okay. Hi, journalist. I'm 18, and I'm from Scotland. I need to vent. Recently, my husband all over the place, and I've felt horrible. I'm having such a hard time loving myself. I do work at home, as I have no confidence to go to the gym, but because I work in a nursery four days a week all day, I don't get out until— I don't get home until 7 p.m. I'm finding it hard to be motivated to actually work out because I'm worn out by the time I'm home. I put myself down when I eat fat foods and make myself feel horrible. I know I'm not fat. I've attached pictures of myself. But the one thing that I struggle with is my legs and I wish they were more toned. I hate feeling like this because it's putting my mood down and I really just want to be a better version of myself. Do you have any advice on how I can love myself more and be more motivated after work to work out? Okay, wait. I want to... Oh, also, I love you both so much. When I read Ow. over my email, I read it in Alyssa's voice. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm looking at the pictures of her. Please hold loading on my dinosaur iPad. Are you loading as well?
1: I'm loading.
0: Who's going to load first?
1: <laughs> I'm about a quarter of the way there. I think I'm stuck. Oh, about 40%. Oh, oh, come on. Wait, Apple's coming we up. We need to upgrade, guys. <laughs> Why is Apple coming up? What? What? Oh, it's an oh, iCloud I'm link. I'm stuck. Look, I froze. The infamous. Oh. Mother. oh. Wait, you got it? <gasps> Wait, loading. <laughs> Wait, mine just moved, too. Look, now it's yellow. Mine, too. Oh.
0: Come on, hurry up. Oh. Mm-mm. There she is. Wait, what? You're beautiful. Wait, I'm. mm -mm. Here, look. So we don't have to let yours load. I love your outfit, first of all. So cute. Wait, what? Geraldine, get it together. Okay. Fine. I feel you, girl. I call this, this is what I'm in. I call this skinny fat. You know you're not fat, but you also would like to get down. Like, you said your legs. Like, I would like to get down my belly and my face a little bit. And it's fucking hard. What? And I look at this and I go, what the fuck is she thinking? Yeah, but But everybody sees... Yes, it's everybody sees themselves. It's like everybody's hard on themselves, you know?
1: What? uh, (laughs) No, I, I explained to you. Like, I know, like, I've learned now... That it's all in the mind, right? Yes. So even when I got down to where I thought I was comfortable as weight, I still wasn't happy because I know it's all in the mind. So, it's like, wait, I can I, do more. I can do more. I, I can do but more. But I look at her and I'm like, is she kidding me?
0: you But gorgeous. everybody's got their own right. battles.
1: So. <clears throat> I feel you, girl. What I. Okay, so what I was going to say is. She wants to tone. Okay, so what I was going to say is when I did it with with. <sighs> before my back surgery. Um. That boot camp. 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I didn't go, I would never have time. Because yeah. I worked full-time. I dinner, full-time mother dinner. Yeah. We only had one car. Train station pickups. Right. It would have never, ever happened. And I would have been exhausted. You know what? So what i the, would the literally, you for making that time for yourself. I would literally... That was the only time I ever did anything like that, that for myself. Yeah. No, but I would literally it's, it's roll out of bed... Yeah, and go. Brush my teeth.
0: I know, I went.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I rolled out of bed, brushed my teeth, and went to the gym. And that was the only way I was able to stick with it. Yeah. And because I paid for unlimited access to that gym, you better believe I'm going to get my money's worth. Right. So I made sure I went every single day. Try a boot camp. So, yeah, I was going to say that. And try to do it before you go to work. Yes. In the morning. It would kick my ass, but then I would feel energized for the rest rest of the day. Like, it really does get your energy going for Mm -hmm. the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my God, good luck. And I used to sleep in my workout clothes. I would just wake up.
1: <laughs> I can't, yeah, I, when you would say that, I really didn't believe you. <laughs>
0: no, I did. I Before I went to bed, I put on my leggings and my sports bra, and I got up, and I left.
1: That's so funny.
0: I should have done it the whole summer. It would have been easier for me that it's hot out. Now I'm not going to want to go in the cold, because now I'm thinking I want to do it. But I don't know if I would have the motivation to go by myself.
1: If I could. You would. I would, but I can't. I would do it with you now. I do you know yesterday I was doing squats at the thing and I fucking fell. Oh. Like I had to get rescued. Weird. And he at uh, physical therapy. Oh, wow. Uh- and he was like, that's why I want you to do wall squats. And I'm like, no, I've graduated. And he just looked at me and he's like, well, then put a chair behind you uh-huh. because I, I do. Mm-hmm. Like when you can't feel your foot, like I literally don't feel my foot. So, so weird. And it's funny because he's like, stop looking down when you're walking on the treadmill. I said, I have to feel, watch where I'm putting my foot. Yeah. And he goes, if you're walking like at a park on uneven surfaces, I get it. But yeah. you're walking on a, on a treadmill. Yeah, you don't have you to You have look. to get out of that habit. You yeah, know? yeah, so that's like, true. Okay. But, all right, so so I would try definitely first thing in the morning. Get it over and done with. Also,
0: um... You put yourself down. You eat fat foods. For me, what really put that in perspective was starting to track my calories. And I know this isn't good for everybody. This doesn't sit well with everybody, but it is what helped me realize what I'm actually eating. And it's because it's like you go to McDonald's and you're like, oh, hamburger. That's not that much. And then you go on the app, and it's like, oh, it actually is that much. You know. So it kind of puts it in perspective. Like when I got to eat, I would get French fries as my side every time. Meanwhile, that's adding so many calories that I don't really need. You know. So maybe just seeing it right in front of your face will put it into perspective and make you not want to eat those bad foods because trust me I know it's fucking hard I eat bad too and I'm trying not to and also like what you have at home I don't know if you live on your own or whatever um but when you live on your own like recently Zane and I started to like buy more veggies and stuff and it's like if you don't have those cookies readily available you won't eat them you'll eat the veggies <sighs> okay everything in moderation as well
1: mm-hmm. next Hmm.
0: I need some advice Yes. Oh. Sent okay. again.
1: We're getting to you. <laughs> hey, listen, Jerry. She put it. Sorry, i an ice cream. She put it in a disclaimer.
0: Ha! That's Amory's <laughs> thing. Disclaimer. <laughs> That's our Christmas thing before you open a gift. Disclaimer. Hi, firstly, I want to say, Alyssa, I've been an OG subscriber for a while now, and when I found out. Not only do you hang out with Okie okay, Baby and KQBJ, too, like I have been watching them as well for years. I love you and your content a lot and you and Zane are absolute goals. Jerry, you inspire me and make me not only giggle, but really touch my heart. You both are so amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Hi, my name is Phoenix. I'm twenty years old and I'm love from Maine. your name, by the way. Beautiful. Um, I have to give you a little background so that I can get advice from you both. When I was 17, I had a tumor on my pancreas, not cancerous, thank God, but I went through a major surgery and had a few complications, which led to the following two years after with multiple surgeries, infections, the whole works, and my family and my boyfriend of three years have been super helpful during my healing process. And this has led me to change my college major three times and be in and out of working in school. First, uh, fast forward to now I work in retail. And I'm going back to school finally with a major I think I'll enjoy, business. And like I mentioned before, being with my boyfriend for three years. Now, my problem is that my boyfriend and I are ready to grow together and be on our own, but with all the setbacks, hasn't allowed us to be in a spot quite yet to move out or... What not? We're just not about there yet, but things happen, you know. What advice can you give me about watching other people grow and be on their own and have a, quote, life while I sit back and keep waiting for my time to shine, as selfish as that sounds? I know growth is a process, but I'm ready to be the person I was meant to become. Anything helps. I love you both. Okay. We love you.
1: (coughs) First of all, stop comparing and watching, like how Mm -hmm. she said, watch other people grow, Other people who may have grown and be on their own and doing things, have they gone through all that you've been through, all the surgeries, all the physical setbacks? No. Give yourself some credit. You're lucky to have such wonderful, supportive people, like your boyfriend, to be by your side and do all that. You're blessed. Take it as— Too
0: blessed to be stressed.
1: Oh, my God, Alyssa. Look at you with those fancy (laughs) sayings, quotes. Um, But I would definitely— just focus on you and him. I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys are ready, I don't know, um, just put a goal. Manifest it. Put a mm-hmm. goal. You guys want to be out and living on your own by a certain date, and then mm-hmm. sit down, figure out financially how you're going to make that happen. Put X amount of dollars, contribute, How get that all worked out, Yes. and it'll come. It'll come. It definitely will.
0: Yes. Agree. Ditto. Ready? Yes. Who are we moving on to? Who are
1: we moving on to?
0: The very next one. Crazy mother-in-law? Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm 20. Hello? Hey, guys. I'm 21 years old, and my name is Jocelyn. I would like to get a different point of view slash advice from y'all. Let me give you a quick background story. I moved in with my boyfriend and his family when I was 14 years old and pregnant. Yes, I know. I made a lot of immature decisions at that age, lol. My boyfriend's parents had also been together and started a family at a very young age, so they understood what we were going through. Anyways, we lost the baby at 18 weeks into my pregnancy. I'm so sorry. So sorry. When we got married... We got married when we were 16 years old. We both come from religious backgrounds, and it was our choice, but was very influenced by our parents. My in-law's marriage started to go downhill after some issues they were going through. My mother-in-law and I had a very good relationship until she started to change. She became a very aggressive person. She would yell at her kids for every little thing and even at me. She would always be in a very bad mood and any, quote, parent responsibility was such an inconvenience for her. My husband and I always helped her as much as we could so we didn't have to deal with her screaming at any of us. We cooked for everyone every day and cleaned and even watched her younger kids, besides working and going to school full time. We went through this for two years, uh, for two whole years because we knew we were so young and they were allowing me to live with them because I had no other place to go. Thankfully, the relationship between my parents and I got better, and after they realized what had been gone, going on, they offered us to move in with them, so we did. We graduated high school, and we were able to get our first apartment, when, and we were fully on our own. We had a very—oh, after a very rocky relationship with my mother-in-law, things started to get better. She then confessed to me that she was tired of her husband, and she had been taking it out, talking to different people— I told her that this made me very uncomfortable and that she should look for someone she can trust to talk about these things because I didn't want to get in between all the drama. She got mad at what I told her and told me to keep quiet and not say anything. I kept quiet. But her daughter found out. She was sneaking around, talking to other guys, and she told her father. My mother-in-law blamed me and her daughter for everything and told everyone we were the ones that destroyed their marriage. Wow, you have a lot of power. (laughs) Her husband never stepped in and has tried to. S- her husband never stepped in and never has tried to stop anything. He just lets her say whatever and do whatever. She basically wears the pants in the relationship. She told my husband I was an ungrateful piece of shit that she had done so much for us growing up and how dare we pay her like this. She also told my sister in law that she regretted every bir- birthing her and that she hated her. She would make faces at her and always throw things in her face, how she got knocked up so young and how, quote, stupid she was for it. My sister-in-law also showed me a message from her mother once that that said that the reason i'm struggling to get pregnant now is because of all the bad stuff i ever did to her and that i didn't deserve to have a baby
1: mm.
0: my husband wasn't allowed to see his little brothers and she would tell them that we were bad people now fast forward a few months later after that i didn't let this stuff get to me as much it hurt me because as much as it hurt me because at the end of the day my husband still wants to see his little brothers and who am i to say no to that that's his decision not mine he also he always gave me my place and he always stood up for me when I was being treated wrong but you just never can win with her she ended up leaving to Mexico and has now been gone for over nine months she left her whole family behind even her three-year-old and left all the responsibility to her 16-year-old daughter which herself has a two-year-old and her husband to deal with everything my father-in-law told my husband that she's coming back soon and all of this has made me so anxious with her being gone we have been able to go visit my husband's siblings and spend time with them without any issues he's also had a chance to talk to his dad here and there and you can tell his dad is sorry for everything that has happened i don't know how things will be if she does come back or if i try if i should try and break bread with this lady just for the sake of my of our family my husband has never told me to try and talk to her after everything went on but i know he's hurt by all the stuff his mom has said about me and everything that has happened please please Okay, for I honestly, she sounds like a
1: piece of crapola. I don't even know where to go with this. I, like, like wow. I mean, to be so young and to be taking on so much and mm-hmm. to be talked to and well, they're on their
0: own now. Yeah. So if your husband wants to go see his mother, let him go, but you don't have to. Yeah.
1: To, be, what to get a piece things of,
0: thrown in your face. That's and, horrible. Yeah, no. She sounds like a piece of crap. Yeah. That was
1: an easy one. I mean, what kind of mother leaves their kids? Like, even a three-year-old? Yeah, no.
0: How? No. She
1: sounds like nasty. Yeah. Nasty woman. Okay, so, yeah, I'm with Alyssa. If he wants to see his mom, let him go see his mom. You if he wants to go see okay. his siblings and you want to go, then, you, you know.
0: You don't deserve that treatment.
1: Yeah, absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not, Jesus good luck okay family advice adoption hey listen Jerry my name is Tiana first of all I wanted to say how much I love you both in your relationship I never really listened to podcasts until I found yours I found a lesson from watching Lucky Baby and I fell in love with you as well aww I love you anyways here's what I need advice on I'm 19 years old and I have no grandparents left By the time I was 16, all of my grandparents had passed away, which was extremely hard for me as I was still in high school at the time and all I could think about was how I would have no grandparents to watch me walk across the stage at the high school graduation. Now I'm 19 in college and starting to accept the fact that my grandparents are all gone. But here's the catch. My dad is adopted. It's definitely no secret. My brother and I have known from a very young age that my dad's parents weren't his biological parents. I loved my nana and Graham so much and always had an unbreakable bond with them. However, I've always thought... had this thought in the back of my head of who my biological grandparents are, especially now that both my mom and dad's parents have passed. When I was young, I tried talking to my dad about it, but he was never interested and would get upset saying that his parents are his parents and he will always care for them, but not his biological parents. Recently, I brought up to my dad randomly saying, I wonder if your birth mom is still alive and if I had family I didn't know about. His response was actually different than before. He said, I don't know but I don't want to pay $12,000 to find out. This kind of made me happy because it means that he has tried finding information about his biological family. Even though there was a more positive response than the past, I still have the desire to know more about my direct blood family. My dad doesn't have any information other than the province he was born in. My grandparents knew a little bit but are gone now, so I want to know how the fuck I should go about trying to find my possible family. I love you guys so much, and I always listen to you on my way to school laughing and looking like an idiot. LOL. Sorry to ramble and make no sense, but thank you for reading. I can't wait to see what you have to say. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this.
1: Well, see, and again, it's very, it's hard on me because my mother was adopted. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And Did
0: you know her parents? Her adoptive parents?
1: No, because they passed. died when I was younger. Okay. And my mother's mother. Real biological mother. Biological mother. I knew she died also when I was like maybe 10.
0: Okay. So I too, I had. But did you meet, you met her? Yeah. Oh, so she was I, still in her life. Yeah,
1: when, when my mom was 20. When my mom was 20, she found out. She knew she was adopted, but when she was 20 was when she found out who her mother was. So, um, yeah, and found out that she had a brother and stuff like that. But even now, reaching out to my father, it's such a line. Like, do they want to be found? Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a hard situation. You don't know if his mother— will want you to look for her. You don't know what the situation behind her being put up, him, sorry, <laughs> being put up for adoption was. You know, sometimes it's like a shameful, they don't ever want to, like out of sight, out of mind, right. you know? And then sometimes it's like, a, oh my God, I've been searching you for all this time too. So it's, right. it's a very hard thing. And obviously by him throwing that dollar amount there, he has, I agree, he has looked into it. And maybe because it's a sealed file, he'd have to like get like, whatever to have it opened um I don't know I mean I think you're always gonna have that itch and that desire to know um and it's just either you have to I don't know I don't know I literally spent years trying to find my father and I still know nothing about my mother I don't know I don't really know much and it's so funny because when I that's why you, it's always like brought up. Do you want a DNA kit?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like Aliyah asked me all the time. She's like, for Christmas, do you guys want one? Do you want one? Mm-hmm. Because I really don't know what I am. I yep. grew up thinking I was one thing, only from like what it is. But mm-hmm. I don't even know if my mom knew what she was, right? You know. So it's like I've been growing up saying, oh, I'm this, 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 and that. But maybe I'm not any of that. I'm no so clue. curious to see what I am. I have too. like no clue. Like yeah, what, always what we what we're told, right? right. But I have no idea, mm-hmm. and. I'm glad I put in the effort to meet my father because I've met my siblings, my father, and everything else. My mom's side, I still—it's it's a dead end because, like her, everybody—my grandmother died at 59 years old. My grandfather was dead at, like, 60. I have nobody. Mm-hmm. My kids don't have grandparents, mm-hmm. you know? And I always said that, you know? I mean, it's, it's stupid, but it, it's true. Like, I resent the fact that my kids don't have grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. mm mm-hmm. There's a special bond between. Well, but that gives you
0: the chance. <laughs> it no depends. <laughs> no, it <always>. depends for, <laughs> for sure. Um, but now that gives you the lesson to be a good grandparent for oh, when we have hell babies. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! You're gonna be the best hell yeah. All. But uh, seriously, um,
1: I I obviously can feel her. Like she, this is something that's, eh. Mm-hmm. You know, I would try talking to your dad. I mean
0: I would start researching it yourself. Does it really cost twelve thousand dollars to find out if somebody's I, alive? If there was a I'm
1: thinking that his file was like a sealed file for whatever reason. And I don't know. Like I, I don't know what anything. that price is. But sit down and tell to start, your dad about it. Listen, you like, can literally go like online. I mean, I found my mother's birth aunt. like uh like aunt on the father's side. By Google, by just googling. Yeah, shit. try doing your you own research. You can sign up like for like Ancestry and just do the trial things and take full advantage of that first free week, <laughs> and just literally start googling names and then see if there's any sort of connections and stuff like that. And you can go to your local libraries or wherever he was born. Go to that place and look up like old news articles. You'll be there. You go. Uh, you will be Detective. surprised how much you could find out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just if you really want it, you can do it. Yeah. Oh my god. Our next one's going to be an update, how they were reunited. Yes. Reunited. And it feels so good.
0: Okay, if you want to do one more, you have to read it, because now my throat hurts from reading. (laughs) (coughs) You want to do one more? Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, listen, Jerry, I love you. Oh, I love your name, by the way. Really? Oh. uh. I hate my name. Oh, maybe she meant Alyssa, though. No, it's next to yours. (laughs) My name... Is Ray. Hi, Ray. I don't know if this counts, but I knew you through OK Baby and KK Baby J, but I didn't start watching your YouTube channel. And so I listened to the podcast. Oh, look at us. I go. love when we that happens. You, <laughs> you guys are doing amazing, and I can't wait for many more episodes. Love the accents too. Oh my God, where are you from that we have an accent? <laughs>
0: Minnesota. Is that
1: funny that we have an accent to some people? It says
0: Minnesota. Oh, does it? Where? where do they oh, speak? all the way at the bottom. Do they have a country accent?
1: I don't know. How do you Minnesotians talk? I have no idea. That's not how they talk.
0: Well, one time. That's, <laughs> that's like down south talk like I'm that. I'm just a country girl. I don't fucking know. How do you talk in Minnesota? To get into the story,
1: finally, I met this girl, <laughs> um, and we instantly became friends. We got each other Snapchats and all that good stuff. We got close, but not too close. Keep that in mind. Fast forward two months, and I get a Snapchat from her personal... Her. Per Perusal? Perusal? Okay,
0: continue reading. I'll Google okay. what the
1: fuck that is. I opened it and it was a fucking nude. Ah! Mm. More than one and I know it wasn't meant for me. I thought she's I'm trying to still figure what that word is. I'm
0: Googling
1: it. Okay. I thought she seen me. Okay. I <laughs> Perusal?
0: What is it? Perusal? Per- the action of...
1: Perusal. Perusal.
0: The action of reading or examining something? I think it might be a typo.
1: <laughs> okay, we got close, but not that close, to keep in- but keep in mind. Fast forward two months, and I get a Snapchat from her. I opened it, and it was a fucking nude. More than one, and I knew it wasn't meant for me. I thought she'd seen me open it because it was on Snapchat, obviously, but she never said anything about it. And I never snapped back anything saying it wasn't for me like I thought she would. (laughs) I never said anything to her because I didn't want to embarrass her or anything. It's been a year now and I get another one from her and I finally got the balls to ask about it. And she said she Never knew she sent me the first one, and now we just laugh at it. I think this was funnier in my head than it is written out, um, but that's fine, I guess. Have you guys ever been in an awkward situation like this? It took me a year to say anything about it. Uh, not that, not, I'm not that I'm prude or anything. It was just unexpected. I hope you guys have a good day. Lots of love from Minnesota. Um, have I ever gotten anything? Like- no, not really. Oh, no,
0: thank God. no. Hmm. I think it's funny that you didn't say anything, though. For we a whole like, year. Bitch, you just sent me a nude.
1: <laughs> well, she said they weren't that close, so. Oh, I guess. It would be yeah. awkward. I mean, if somebody, like, accidentally sent you a nude, would you really, for somebody that you're not really close with? She probably just sent it and thought but she wait, sent it to she, the right person. No, because then she sent it again. She definitely wanted your attention. She's
0: like. Oh my, she said.
1: Ooh, girls have the hots for you. She's
0: like, you into girls or what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exactly what she's saying. She sent it, my accident, my ass. And now
0: they laugh about it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, come okay. on. She wanted your attention, girlfriend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great.
0: Imagine she's like, wait, she is dating a girl now.
1: You might be right. <laughs> uh-huh. maybe they're dating now. Oh my god, imagine! No
0: story started from a nude on Snapchat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> An accidental nude on Snapchat.
0: Oh okay, anyways, you guys, that's gonna do it for us today. We got through one date. Not even. We're still on the fifth. Um. Oh cuz that's when we're, people resent it. Okay, got it. Okay. We love you all so much. If you're new here, thank you for listening to a girl and her mother-in-law where we're fucking nuts, as you can tell. If you're interested and you like the podcast and you want to support us even more, we have merch. It's a nice little peace sign with a sexual meaning because we're we're sexual. Which on
1: here. now Amani got. He was like, ma, now I understand now the I fingers." Get the fingers
0: on the shirt. Uh, it says Agamemnon. <laughs>
1: so
0: the shirt is like Someone's hand, which is ever. But if you guys are new here, it's someone's hand with peace sign and it says Agamil on it. It's our merch. It's awesome. So if you guys want to check it out, Teespring.com slash Agamil.
1: You can follow Alyssa Rose on everything. She's Alyssa Rose on everything. And I'm Jerry Eastman on everything. And Facebook. Facebook. Group. Facebook. Go ahead. You can follow us on Facebook. You could join our group on Facebook. Not follow us. You could join us on Facebook. It's a girl and her mother in law. And, uh, and if you don't already follow Alyssa, go follow her. Hit that red subscribe button and the little bell. Put, her, put your notifications on for her. Emails. <laughs> uh, emails. Fuck. Um, if you want to send in your questions, that's requests, suggestions, and questions, you could do it. Send it to a girl, uh, A-G-A-H-M-I-L, podcast at gmail.com. No S. It's not podcast. No. Podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. At, gmail.com. at gmail.com. Make sure in the subject line you put please. what the fuck you're talking about. Otherwise please. your email will not be answered. Also keep in mind you guys, we get hundreds and hundreds of emails so please keep in mind that if you send an email it may not be answered but we try to get to as many as we can. And we have that group. So we have the group so if it's something listen, that you really want to answer and we haven't. That can I just say,
1: we're all the bomb.com in there. Like everybody is right <clears> voice. for the mo- <clears throat> For the most part, everybody is so fucking wonderful. Yeah, and so you, can go, and advice, and you yeah. can go in there and ask for advice, and you can go in there and seek your friendships and seek opinions mm-hmm. and advice and everything. And everybody is so mm-hmm. nice and we've non-judgmental. T- like, just it's yeah. just such a nice place. I
0: was gonna say we've tried to keep it a thing where like we're gonna get to all the emails, but as our podcast gets bigger, it's just not possible. It so. is. There's just
1: so many. Yeah, so, so maybe we have take to be your real. email. Yeah, I was gonna say the email. Um, yeah. Maybe even take it to the Facebook. Group yeah, so if we haven't answered there.
0: your email and you really want to an answer then throw it in the Facebook group. But um yeah, we try to go to as many as we can, but we're just trying to be real with you guys. We get so freaking many. It's it's just a And Jerry. <laughs> oh my god. See what happens, What's Yeah, so anyways, we, we love, love you guys. guys. If you guys wanna stay and listen to us some more, our podcast comes out every single Monday and Thursday at five a.m. And Jerry's gonna
1: post it because that's my one Yes. Responsibility. It comes
0: out every single Monday and Thursday, 5 a.m. EST. You can listen on the Anchor app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars. Give us a little review wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, we love you all so much. Thank you for listening. All right, I gotta pee. Okay, catch you guys next time. Bye!